بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبحث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله رسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشرم محدفاتها وكل محترف بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل دلالتي في النار أما بعد فالحمد لله by way of the fadl of Allah تبارك وتعالى ونعمه إذا is allowed for us to gather today in this gathering where بإذن الله تعالى we hope and we ask Allah تعالى that he makes it a jalsa مباركة a jalsa which is of the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and one which is written upon our salihah written up from amongst our righteous actions all of us as we seek no doubt to remind one another about the affair of the deen and its usul and its furu' the affair of Islam when it comes to its foundations and the subsidiary matters of the deen in and of itself. For no doubt, our topic of today, which is shukr, and ni'amillah, an individual and a servant of Allah being, being grateful upon the blessings that he bestows upon us. This is something which our deen itself is built upon. Islam in and of itself is built upon. And that our person cannot truly say that he's adhering to Islam, the Islam that the Prophet came with, except that he's an Abd Shakir, that he's a servant of Allah, that is Shakir, he's a servant of Allah, that is grateful. Because gratitude, no doubt, is expensive. And so, Shaykh Fawzan, Hafidahullah, he mentions, when addressing the people in one of his khutab, one of his khutbas, he says, Ya ayyuhal nas, ittaqallah ta'ala, washkuruhu ala ni'mahi, washkuruhu ala ni'mahi, alati wafarraha, wafarraha, لَكُمْ ظَاهِرَةً وَبَاطِنَا And so, it's upon the servants of Allah, Tabarak wa Ta'ala, no doubt that they adhere to taqwa. That they fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They put taqun. The neighbors adhere to this affair of taqwa. They're well aware of their Lord. They fear Him. And likewise, وَاشْكُرُوا And along with that, is that they are grateful towards him due to the ni'am, due to the blessings that have been bestowed upon them. Whether they be the blessings that are zahira or batina. Whether they be the blessings that are apparent. Whether they be the blessings that are hidden and concealed. For indeed, no doubt, when we understand the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we discuss and we address the blessings of Allah, 
There can be blessings that we are well aware of. The blessings of life itself. The blessings of guidance. Guidance of Islam. For indeed, Hidayah is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from the Father of Allah. Not one individual can say, I'm Muslim or I'm upon the Siratul Mustaqeem because I did something to deserve it. I deserving of it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides who he wills from his servants. Min fadlihi. Wallahu dhu fadlin azim. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala possesses great virtue. Hence why the individual, in accordance, iqtida'an bi sunnatin nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the individual that is seeking to take that, the, the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as an example, when he's, in, when he's in his sajda, he will say the dua, Ya muqallibul kulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik, O turn of the hearts, make my heart firm upon your religion. I, I dua, supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the dua of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. فَمَا بَالَكَ بِنَحْنُ مَا بَالَكَ بِنَا So what about ourselves? If the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recognized the ni'mah of guidance and he alayhi salatu wa sallam made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Nabi alayhi salatu wa sallam guaranteed jannah of course and he so it befitting then each time that he lay, lowered his face, sajdatan, each time that he lowered his face upon the earth, he would ask Allah to make him firm upon that truth, to not sway his heart from that truth. Then what about us? What about us when it comes to the affair, to the affair of that haq, to that truth? No doubt guidance is from Allah ta'ala, and from the best of the blessings that have been bestowed upon us. As likewise, you have the statement of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, radiallahu anhu. Again, the first that was mentioned from the Ashram of Bashirin Jannah. When the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mentioned the ten companions in Jannah, the first one he mentioned was Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. I guarantee Jannah. And even he stated, radiallahu anhu, that I did not leave anything, lest to be tarikin. I did not leave anything. Miss Sunnah Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I did not leave anything from the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fearing that if I was to leave something from his Sunnah, la azir, that indeed I would go astray, I would deviate. Zabrak al Siddiq. Fearing that for himself, deviation. Fearing that for himself. Recognizing the blessing of guidance itself and fearing that it will be lost from him. Us as individuals, if we recognize guidance, we recognize the fact that we've been guided to Islam, no doubt we must take the means to hold on firm to those, to, to those blessings. But the head of those blessings is the guidance itself. Allah ta'ala states, we're in. And if you are seeking to count and enumerate the blessings of Allah, you'll not be able to comprise all of them. Indeed, Allah is the most forgiving and the one that bestows mercy upon the believers. If a person was to sit, you as an individual to sit and contemplate the blessings of Allah. What Allah has bestowed upon you from blessings. Maybe it's affairs that you take for granted. But if the person was really to contemplate and ponder upon what Allah has bestowed upon him, min blessing from the blessings, he would not be able to enumerate them. You will not be able to say, put a number upon it. That, Alhamdulillah, I have a thousand blessings from Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example. Alhamdulillah, I have ten thousand blessings from Allah. The person not able to enumerate them. Due to the fact of the large number of the blessings that the person has. And so, 
شيخ ابن باز رحمه الله يسوس هذه النعمة عظيمة هذه النعمة of Islam is a must that we thank Allah for Allah تعالى states اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم واتممت عليكم نعمتي ورديت لكم إسلام دينا Allah تعالى states that today I perfected your religion for you and completed my favor upon you and chosen Islam as your religion. This Ummah, this Ummah, the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, has been specified by Allah when it comes to the affair of the deen being complete. Many nations came before. Many nations came before. Messages were sent to every single nation. However, the deen of Islam and the call was not complete with those messages. But completed with the Nabi and the Muhammad sallallahu That the person, if he becomes aware of the sunnah of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, upon him is tamasuk. Upon him is to hold on firm to that sunnah. Because Allah tabarakwa ta'ala, from his ni'am, from his blessings, from his qadr, from what he's ordained upon us, with his infinite wisdom, he's chosen us as individuals, every single one of us, to be from the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with his khisal, with his specific characteristics, the Nabi sallallahu ta'ala states the relation of this Ummah. You are the best nation. And this nation here, the nation of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that has come from amongst mankind. They enjoy no good and forbid the evil. Upon us, no doubt, is to be happy. It's soror. And that the person <coughs> recognizes this blessing. Do not allow yourself to be from those individuals that look at the affair of those who disbelieve in Allah. Look at the affair and those that associate partners with Allah. I mean, if we're surrounded by them. I make istisghar of the affair of your Islam. Regard your affair of Islam to be something which is minuscule. Regard your affair of your Islam as being something which is a burden. No doubt your Islam is a blessing. And as mentioned, none of us can say we are deserving of that blessing. Allah Ta'ala from His infinite wisdom chose us as individuals to be from this ummah. Not only chose us to be upon those that followed a prophet from the prophets of Allah, but to follow the best of the prophets, the best of creation, to come from the best of the nations. So no doubt it's a must that the individual, when he recognizes that affair and he ponders upon that affair, he's well aware that after that comes shukr, without any doubt. After that comes gratitude. And he understands the qadr, I don't, the, the, the value of what has been bestowed upon him as an individual. And so when a person looks and he ponders upon the kufr, what shirk, what dalal, he ponders upon this, he sees us the shirk of the people. Specifically ourselves here. We're living in Britain. We see the people committing shirk on a daily basis. When you see the people fall into kufr, do not allow this affair to be one which we regard as being minuscule or something which we become desensitized to, as they say. The greatest evil that a person can do, I the shirk billah, and we're surrounded by people that do so. And thus Allah ta'ala from amongst all of that, amongst all of that, has guided us to the, to the haq, guided us to Islam, guided us to be from those 
that adhere, no doubt, to Islam. And it's a, when it comes to this affair of shukr, then in this reality, the shukr occurs when the person to qabil al-shukr, the shukr al-ni'am bil-iman. So a person, he has, he sees that affair of the ni'mah, the blessing. And his response to the blessing is one of iman. I, what does iman dictate that I do with that blessing? What does iman dictate that I do when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And it's no doubt iman bihi, like iman in Allah, believing in Allah. Wa iman bin rusulih. And belief and iman when it comes to his messengers. And when it comes to the affair of loving Allah and his messengers. <coughs> and likewise, and so, no doubt, the person makes itiraf. He acknowledges that blessing upon him. He acknowledges that what that which Allah bestowed upon him by way of qawl salih a righteous, righteous speech. By way of thana, by way of praise of Allah ta'ala. This no doubt is all from iman billah and iman bil rusul. And no doubt, when this affair of shukr occurs, then there are different anwa', there are different types of shukr. There are different types of shukr. The first that we wish to discuss, inshallah, that we discuss shukr occurring and how a person is grateful, as is mentioned, is an tu'minu billah na'am ilahan wa ma'budan haqqa. Shaykh Mubaz mentions that when a person wants to make his shukr his great his gratitude manifest, then he believes in Allah. He has belief in Allah Taala, and he believes that Allah Taala is the only deity worthy of worship in truth. This is this is a fair way shukr, and that Allah Taala is the Creator. That Allah Taala is Razak Al Alim. This is his shukr. He believes that Allah Ta'ala is the creator. He believes that Allah Ta'ala is the sustainer. He believes that Allah Ta'ala is al-alim. The all-knowing. وَعَنَّهُ مُسْتَحِقْ لِعَنَّهُ يُعْبَدْ وَحْدَهُ And that he is the one that is deserving of these things. Why? Because he is the one that is worshipped alone. So he is the one that is deserving of this. And from this affair of shukr is that the person has iman Either a correct creed when it comes to the fact that he, tabarakwa ta'ala, is the Rabbul Alameen. La ilaha ghayra. There is no deity other than him. La ma'bood bihaqqi siwa. There is nothing worshipped other than him. And that the person believes in his asma wa sifat. He believes in the names and attributes of Allah, tabarakwa ta'ala. And that the person, he believes in the name and attributes of Allah. Upon the qa'id as Allah Ta'ala states, لَيْسَ كَمِفْلِهِ شَيْءٍ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ There is nothing like unto him. And he is the all-hearing, all-seeing. This is our relationship with Allah Ta'ala. That the person, when it comes to the affair of shukr, it begins with our creed. We mentioned, if the person is truly grateful to Allah, then he meets that gratitude with Iman, with the correct creed. The correct creed begins with no doubt believing that Allah is the Rabbul Alameen. We believe that the Asma wa Sifat are as Allah Ta'ala has mentioned them. He believes in all of these things. And he affirms all of these things as they've been affirmed within the source. As they've been affirmed within the text. And likewise, he believes that there's nothing like unto him, nothing like 
Allah Taala. When it comes to these names and attributes, along with that, from his iman, is that he believes that Allah Taala is the only one that is mustahiq lil ibadah. Allah Taala is the only one that is deserving of worship. If the person affirms that Allah Taala is a khaliq al he is a razaq. That Allah Taala is the one that disposes of all the affairs of the creation. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is the one that if He says something will occur, it will occur. Nothing can occur in the creation except by way of His will. Tabarak Wa Taala. If the person affirms this, then no doubt. He is alone when it comes to deserving of worship. When we discuss affairs with individuals, right, those that are non-Muslims, for example, and for the most part, we find a lot of people, they will say that, yes, we believe that there's something there. We believe that there's something there. You hear this many times. Even to the extent that you may find a person, he claims to be upon absolute ilhad, absolute atheism. However, discussing with them further, you understand that they are they're, uh, in reality agnostic. They know that something is there. And according to, what they, according to their speech, they know that, they, that there has to be something greater than them. And so when the individual, as an individual, if he's truthful and he's sincere, then upon him is to ponder upon the creation itself and understand that the creation itself... Being part of the creation itself is a blessing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving you life itself is a blessing. The individual having rain and sustenance that come from the rain does not occur except with Allah. We said Allah is the razak. No doubt this is the truth. And you see the opposite. You see famine. You see, when Allah Ta'ala has ordained that the rainwater does not fall upon the earth, what happens to the people? They, they cut off from risk. The one that truly ponders upon these things and understands that all of these blessings are from Allah, then no doubt that which is upright, that which is correct, that which is mantaqi, that which is logical, and which is in line with the akhal as-salim, is that that one alone is deserving of the shukr. That one alone, Allah ta'ala, is alone when it comes to ibadah. Turning to him and worshiping him alone. It's not upright, it's not correct. That if he was an individual that worshipped another, it's not correct, it's not, it's not upright that a person can say that this is from Iman. A person says, for example, we turn directly to Ibadah to other than Allah. When whoever and whatever he directed the Ibadah to did not create him. He's not responsible for sustaining his life in this dunya. He's not responsible for him having health, having eyesight, having hearing, having his senses, a moment. But he will direct his ibadah towards them. Again, this is not something which the sound intellect can accept. It's not something which the nusuls first and foremost accept. Because the blessings are from Allah ta'ala. And so, it's a must that the first thing the person does with these blessings is that they return that with sound iman. They adhere to shukr with sound iman. That's what we understand. That when a person has uh, ihsan, or the receipt of ihsan, something good towards someone, we understand from mannerisms, good mannerisms, is shukr. From good mannerisms is gratitude and thanks. So then what about the greatest of Ihsan towards us, the life that we have in and of itself? And every blessing that we can think of in of itself from Allah ta'ala. No doubt, when we talk about the affair of adab and akhlaq, the mannerisms, our mannerisms begin with our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
You have to have the correct manners with your Lord. The correct manners with your Lord is when the individual worships Allah as he should be worshipped. Allah Ta'ala states, وَقَدَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُ إِلَّا إِيَّا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And indeed, your Lord has ordained that nothing should be worshipped besides Him. And be dutiful towards the parents. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala states, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ You alone is the one that we worship. And you alone are the one that we turn to seeking aid. And this is the relationship. This is the true relationship that the person has with Allah ta'ala. The true relationship. And Likewise, Allah Ta'ala states, Ya Yuhadna Zu'bud Rabbukum Maladi Khalakukum, Walladina Min Kabilikum La'alakum Tatakun. Allah Ta'ala states, O mankind, worship your Lord. I don't want the blessed Rubu Biyah, worship your Lord. Alladi Khalakukum, who created you, and those who came before you, so that you may be from amongst those that are here to piety. Within this ayah, no doubt, is an address to and nas mankind as a whole, first and foremost. Ya ayyuhan nas, address to mankind. Billah istithna, without any exception, upon all of us is the worship of Allah Ta'ala alone. It's the first. Thereafter, worship your Lord. Worship your Lord. Affirming the rubbi of Allah. Affirming that the rubbi of Allah, the Rabbul Alameen, who will mustahik lil ibadah. It's Allah, the one that is deserving of ibadah. And from the things that is mentioned from his blessings and from the actions that he done, Tabarak wa ta'ala, Alladhi khalaqakum. The one that created you. No doubt we are not we are not individuals that are responsible for our own creation. We are not individuals that can say that we are responsible for our own creation. Even if as individuals we say that we want to have children. This is all of the, the, the will of Allah. If Allah Ta'ala wills it will occur. If Allah Ta'ala wills it will not occur. We cannot say that we are 100% responsible for this affair of the khalq itself. This is with Allah. So, you all mankind, worship your Lord who created you and created those that came before you without any exception. So when we understand that Allah Ta'ala is Rabbul Alameen, He's the only one deserving of worship, then the ibadah needs to be directed to Him as well, alone. There is it to him alone. Now, and the Sheikh Mbazi goes on to mention, when Salaf al Ibad al Ghairi Allah, Kawan Salaf al Jinn, or Malaika, or al Badawi, or al Hussein, or Ghairi him, or al Khalq, for Ashrak Billahi Ghairahu. Now, and so whoever directs an action of ibadah towards other than Allah, like the one that directs ibadah to a jinn, you find people direct ibadah to the jinn, like they obsess like a jinn and they direct ibadah to the jinn, or to the malaika, or to a bedouin, they say a bedouin, or direct ibadah to individuals such as Hussein, or other than them, from the creation, then no doubt this individual has associated partners with Allah, they associate parts of Allah and worship along with Him. And they have nullified their statement of La ilaha illallah. And by way of that as well is Kufr bin Ni'am. This Kufra bin Ni'am. The ingratitude by way of the Ni'am. Which Allah Ta'ala bestowed upon them. 
Allah Ta'ala has bestowed upon them the blessing of life itself, the blessing of health, the blessing of afia. And then they turn to other than Allah, whether it be for the jinn, whether it be for the malaika, whether it be for the salihin, and direct that ibadah to other than them, other than Allah Ta'ala. Now, as Allah Ta'ala mentions, ذلك بأن الله هو الحق وأن ما يدعون من دونه هو الباطل. And that is Allah Ta'ala, I is the Haq, I the worship of Allah Ta'ala is the Haq. And that which is called upon, I in ibadah, other than Him, then it is batil, it is falsehood. And so this is the Aqeedah Sahihah. This is the correct creed. This is how a person makes this affair of shukr, of, of uh, gratitude manifest. That the individual adheres to Tawheed. He worships Allah. He's free from shirk and its people. He's free from shirk. He frees himself from shirk and he frees himself from his people. As us as individuals, Ahlul Tawheed, not only is it a case that we should free ourselves from shirk and say that we do not fall into shirk, we do not do these actions of shirk, we do not associate any fellowship with Allah, we are not those that fall into kufran and ni'am, in gratitude when it comes to the blessings. We're not ungrateful when it comes to the blessings of Allah. But also, we free ourselves from the people of these actions as well. And so when you find, as is, many, as is, as is uh, some of the case with some individuals, where they're maftoon, they are, they're trialed by particular things. For example, Allah said, particular haircuts. Someone will cut their hair in a particular way. And they'll say, it's not haram. It's not haram to, to, to have my hair cut this way. Or whatever is, is stated. That, there's a hadith about kaza, but then kaza is one thing and this is another thing. The reality is this. Walau salam If we were to say, if we just accept that. If we were just to accept that, for argument's sake, as they say. Did you learn this particular style and this particular fashion, this particular way of cutting your hair? For example, did you learn this from the Muslimin? Or did you take it from those that are not upon Islam? Did you take it from those that associate partners with Allah? Did you take it from those that were the worst of the Muslimin in this dunya? The worth of Ijram in this dunya is shirk billah. You should not want to look like them or, or have any form of resemblance to them in any way, shape or form. To give you a similitude, if I was to say to the individual now, make sure you come into, come into the masjid and wear a t-shirt with the rainbow colours on, would he wear it? Would he wear it? No, of course not. He knows, what that, he knows what that, in today's day and age, what that constitutes. And who he be resembling. And what the Torah would be upon him. The, the, what, what would be the accusation upon him? Or what would be the question mark upon him? He doesn't want to walk around with that t-shirt, with that alamat istifham upon his head. That question mark upon his head. But if we look at it in, in when it comes to relative terms, that sin... That is ram, that crime, no, that is a crime. But shirk billah is aswat bin kathir. Shirk billah, associate parts with Allah, is worse than that. Why would you want to look like anyone that does such a, such a crime? Upon the individual, no doubt, <coughs> is to have this affair of nobility with his deen. Allah Ta'ala akrama alayhi deen al-Islam. Allah Ta'ala gave him the deen of Islam. Allah Ta'ala guided him to the surat al-mustaqeem. So why would you want to look like anyone else? Or anything else? The person should be as far away as possible from any form 
of confusion. The person should be distinct. Just as the person, يفتخر, and he has that sense of pride and no doubt. Pride, when I say pride, not in an arrogant sense, but in the term where the person is well aware and he distinguishes himself with the term Salafiyah. Because he wants to be distinct from those that, that worship other than Allah and make it to to Islam. He wants to be distinct from those that, that are from the Shia. For example, Rafida. He wants to be distinct from the Khwani Muslimin. He wants to be distinct from the Jamaat al-Tabliq. He wants to be distinct from any other individual. He has Islam. Any other individual that ascribes to Islam, however, he's not adhering to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when an individual asks him, what is he a part? He says, I'm a Salafi. He says, I'm a Salafi. He wants to distinguish himself. So what about what is clear and manifest from you as an individual? What is manifest from you as an individual? That person should see you and see, this is a person of Tawheed. Now about any confusion, if there's a 10 years, clear and manifest upon the truth. They will not cease to be a group. Clear and manifest upon the truth. So when a person understands, first of all, the blessing of being guided to the Islam, and that this blessing has to be maqabil with shukr. Naam, the blessing, what comes? And the cause of that blessing is shukr and iman. Then the person frees himself as well from shirk and as well from its people. In every way, shape or form. And thus, no doubts, from this affair of Iman, is that the person has true Iman when it comes to the messengers as well. As Allah Ta'ala states, Indeed, we have sent to every nation a messenger with the command to worship Allah Ta'ala alone and stay away from the false deities. And an individual adheres to the way of the prophets and messengers. He adheres to the way of the prophets and messengers, the call of the prophets and messengers, beginning with the call to Tawheed. He adheres to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, because this is the means to guidance. He's well aware that the Sunnah of the Nabi, is the means to guidance. Anything outside of that is misguidance. What is after? The Haqq. The Kitab and the Sunnah except for misguidance. So the person adheres to that. He clings to that. In times, in the days of fitter, he clings to it. Because this is what he has. The Sunnah. This is what he's adhering to. The Sunnah. And thereafter, <coughs> the Shaykh mentioned, Shaykh Mbaz, he also mentioned that the shukr occurs as well to so the second time. It's the shukr that occurs by way of the qalb. The shukr also emanated from the qalb. And then the virtue and the virtue of this gratitude that emanates from the heart is, for example, the shukr that emanates from the qalb is that the individual as khawf min Allah wa raja'uhu wa mahabbatuhu that the person when it comes to shukr shukr lillah is grateful to Allah Ta'ala by way of his gratitude is that he is he has true fear of Allah by way of his gratitude is that he has hope of his Lord but where his gratitude is that he loves his Lord. And the Shaykh, Imam, Asa'li, rahimahullah, he mentions in his explanation of Kitab al-Tawheed, in Qawr al-Sadid. He mentions, rahimahullah, that the love of Allah is, is of three types. Or love in relation to Allah is of three types. Love in relation to Allah is of three types. 
The first of them is loving Allah itself. And loving Allah Ta'ala alone. And this is from the usul of our Tawheed. So when a person has shukr, that which emanates from his heart is that he loves Allah. He loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one that is truly shakir. The one that is truly grateful to Allah. The second, the second type is al-mahabba yani fillah or fi sibilillah. Loving for the sake of Allah. I love in that which Allah Ta'ala loves. Love in that which Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves from times. That which Allah Ta'ala loves from places. That which Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves from individuals, people. And this is the completion of the first. So a person loves Allah. This is the base of his Tawheed. But likewise from your Tawheed is that you love for the sake of Allah. You love that which Allah loves. You love the Salihin. If you see an individual from your Ikhwah, that from what's apparent is upright, Mustaqim, Ya'mur bin Ma'roof, Yanhayir Munkar, he's an individual that enjoys the good for the evil. He's an individual <coughs> that adheres to the Sunnah, the Muslim with Sunnah. No doubt you love him for that sake. You love him for the sake of Allah. And ahead of them are the prophets and messengers. And likewise, the companions. Likewise, those individuals who are amongst the Ahlul Ilm, the A'imma of Deen. We love them for the sake of Allah. And you don't let any individual shame you into loving Ahlul Ilm. When a person may shame you by way of Al-Qab, maybe a person may shame you by way of nicknames. They shame an individual by way of false speech. How many times do you hear this? They're the Wahhabis. They're the Madkhalis. They're the Jamis. Because we love these ulama. We love them due to their adherence to the haqq. We love them due to their call to the haqq. We love them due to the fact that we love the haqq. If you love the haqq, then by ilzam, by necessity, you love those that call to the truth. How can you not love those that call to the truth if you say you love the truth? How can you say that you love those or you love the truth but then you have the you have booked for those that call to the truth and invite to the truth? No doubt. It's upon the individual, as we said from Shukr, that he loves Allah. His Muhammadillah. That he loves for the sake of Allah. And the third affair when it comes to mahabba is al-mahabba ma'allah is loving along with Allah and this is the asas of shirk this is the basis of shirk loving along with Allah and so where the individual he loves Allah Ta'ala then upon him it's a love that which he loves exclusively exclusively love Allah I love that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and he does not love anything along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it must, it's a must that a person adheres to ikhlas in this affair. Likewise from shukr. Likewise from shukr. Which is our third, I believe. Is a thana bin lisan. A thana bin lisan. وَتِكْرَارَ النُّقْتْ بِالنِّعْمِ اللَّهِ وَتَحَدُّثْ بِهَا And so, from the affair of shukr as well, is that the individual, he praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his tongue. He makes ta'zeem of Allah. He's dhikr. When he makes dhikr of Allah, he praises Allah. He has remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he makes mention of the ni'm, the ni'm, the ni'm upon him, the blessings upon him. He makes mention of them. For no doubt, the individual makes his manifest, makes his clear. He praises Allah upon that. When a person is blessed with something, no doubt, 
upon him, no doubt, at every single time where he has a blessing and he makes etiraf, he acknowledges that blessing. Upon him is to make etiraf. Likewise, that, that blessing is from Allah. That blessing comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not of his own doing. For indeed, a person may see that he's been blessed with something. And from this affair and from the amrad, from the sicknesses of when it comes to this affair of ujab and nafs, and you've been self amazed, is that the person finds and he recognizes the blessing of Allah, he recognizes the blessing. However, he does not ascribe it to Allah. He does not ascribe it to his Lord. Rather, he's amazed at himself. He's amazed at what himself as an individual has put forth. However, if he knows that it came, if he ascribed it to Allah Ta'ala, then he knows Allah bestowed it upon him. And he knows that because Allah Ta'ala bestowed that blessing upon him, upon him with that blessing is a ta'ah. It's a must that he as an individual is obedient with that blessing. And it's a must that he as an individual does not turn away from the obedience of Allah with that blessing. Because just as that blessing was given to him, it can be taken from him. He's well aware of that as an, as an individual. Because he's always remembering his Lord. He's always well aware of his Lord. He's always well aware that these blessings have come from Allah and not from him as an individual. But when the individual is when the individual becomes self-amazed and is not well aware <coughs> or he loses that awareness that this blessing from Allah then you may find this is when the person becomes to be oppressive with the blessing. Maybe oppressing himself with that blessing. Maybe oppressing others with that blessing. As he has not recognized the fact that Allah Ta'ala bestowed it upon him, and just as he bestowed it upon him, Allah Ta'ala can remove it from him. It's not from him, from his own self. All of these things are from the blessing of Allah. So when we ponder upon what we have, no doubt, we as individuals may have been from the asbab, from the wasail, from the means of achieving some things. A means. However, Allah Ta'ala made us from those means. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala bestowed it upon us, using ourselves as individuals as those means. But it was not ourselves that bestowed that blessing. That blessing came from Allah. So upon us, no doubt, is humility. As Allah, as the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mentioned, مَنْ تَوَادَعَ لِلَّهِ رَفَعَ Whoever humbles himself for Allah, Allah will raise him. If the individual humbles himself for his Lord, Allah Ta'ala will raise him. As we know, the individual that is truly grateful, Allah Ta'ala increase him. When shakartum, la'zidannakum. That if you are grateful, if you turn in gratitude, then indeed I will increase you. But the one that's mu'ajab bin nafsihi, the one that is amazed by oneself, that when that blessing comes, he may be one that, as mentioned, may be oppressive of the blessing. Oppressive to oneself, his own self, oppressive to others around him with that blessing. And so thus, when it comes to that, you cannot now say, that such an individual will be increased in that. If you recognize a blessing and you love for that love that blessing, whether it be from the dunya or the akhirah, whether it be from dunya or deen, but you have love for it, your heart inclines towards it. No doubt you want more of it. And if you want more of it upon you, as Allah Ta'ala has informed us, is to have shukr upon you, is to be an individual that is shakir. An individual that is grateful. And if you are grateful, then you're increased with it. Again, this is an affair which is mantaki. This is something which is logical. If a person truly wants, or truly loves something, and he wants more of that, and we've been informed what to do to get more of it, then do that thing. Ascribe it to Allah. Remember that it's from Allah. 
And so this, no doubt, is from the affair of shukr as well. I what we learned upon our tongues. Likewise, from this affair of shukr, as is mentioned, now, likewise, from this affair of shukr, is that we are mustaqim upon the affair and the affair of Islam and the affair of our deen. And that we seek, no doubt, as we've mentioned, to protect that blessing. So that in, and we seek that it increases. We seek to protect that blessing. We protect that blessing by way of being mustaqim, being upright. When that blessing comes, we're upright with the blessing. We treat it in a manner which it should be treated, i.e. in a manner which is in accordance with the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, As Allah Ta'ala mentions, فَذْكُرُونِ أَذْكُرُكُمْ وَأَشْكُرُوا لِي وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ And, as Allah Ta'ala mentions, and remember me, and I will be mindful of you, or I'll protect you rather. Remember me, and I will be protective over you. And thank, be thankful of me, and do not be ungrateful. This word in here of shukr, i.e., this affair of gratitude. We understand from shukr, what is maqabil with shukr? What is the opposite of shukr? Is al kufr. The opposite of shukr is kufr. The opposite of a person being grateful is that, in, that, that the individual is ungrateful. It's kufr. The kufran bin ni'am. So Allah Ta'ala commands us, I be grateful. Wala takfurun. Wala takfurun, I do not be ungrateful when it comes to the blessings. Wala takfurun, I do not disbelieve, essentially, as well. And so this is how a person adheres to this affair. And as the reality is, that the shakirun and the shakirin qalilun wa aktharun laz la yashkuru. Those that are grateful, the shakirun, those that are grateful servants, are small in number. The grateful servants are small in number. As for the servants that are grateful, or, are, or ungrateful rather, then they are the akthar, they are the majority. So it's upon us as individuals, as servants of Allah, to ponder upon this fact that it's very easy to be from the majority. And the majority are those that are not grateful. However, we seek and we strive to be from those that are grateful servants, that turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in gratitude, in our ibadah. We are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even if it makes us from amongst the minority. Are we understand this? That a kathra is not a delil. I being plentiful is not a proof in of itself. A person can say, look how many people did X, Y, Z. Now, how many people did this action? I sometimes mention as al istidlal lil haqi, that they're using this and arriving at this to mean that this is the truth. An example of that. An example of that, how many times we hear this, is that da'i fulan, someone that, that calls to Islam, or they claim to call to Islam. And then they will say, why is he upon the truth, or what, is his, what are the blessings with him, or what is the khair with him? Look how many people embrace Islam with him. I talking about, well, what? An adad, a number. However, us as the Muslims, we address things based upon the quality of what he's calling to. A person may give someone down, but they don't call him to Tawheed. We give someone down, 
and he may be apologetic upon certain affairs of Islam. And the person embraces Islam or says the Shahada but not truly knowing what Islam is. How many people when they said when they say these individuals, this number, have embraced Islam? How many of these individuals to ask them what is Tawheed, they would not know. Because the dawah that they were given was not in accordance with the dawah of the Anbiya. The dawah that they received was not in accordance with the dawah of the Anbiya. Rather, the people yaftakhirun bil'adad. They boastful about the numbers. They boastful about the people that embrace. And then you ask, where are these individuals five years later, two years later even sometimes? Because they're not given the usul. The Ibn is not with the number. Because if we were to look at num- the numbers and the kathra, those that are plentiful, then we would see that those that are plentiful are not from amongst the shakirin. Those that are plentiful are not from amongst those that are the grateful servants. Upon the individuals that adhere to the truth. The men are known by the truth. The truth is not known by the men. You don't say that because so-and-so is doing this, that's the truth. No, rather we adhere to the truth and then we say who's upon that way. Whether they're a larger number, whether they're smaller number. So we understand that the individuals that are truly grateful servants of Allah, they are individuals that in reality are those that may be small in number. And so it's not an affair where we seek to be the majority. Now, likewise from the shukr of the ni'am of Allah ta'ala. And the final thing we'll mention from this affair of gratitude towards the blessing of Allah is luzum sunnah. That the individual that is truly grateful to Allah ta'ala, then he adheres to the sunnah of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. He adheres to the sunnah. The reality is that you find many individuals are trialed with bid'ah, innovations. They're trialed with innovations for different reasons. Maybe jahil. It may be due to ignorance. And so thus, no doubt, the cure for that is ilm. If a person really wants to be, be mutamasik with sunnah, the one that wants to hold on, truly hold on to the rope of Allah. Upon him is ilm. Upon him is to strive and seek knowledge. Do not be from those individuals that merely just rely upon others or rely upon just what you hear, bits and pieces, what you hear, here and there, without seeking knowledge, without opening the books yourself, without sitting in the gatherings of knowledge. To protect oneself. No doubt today we can say, Alhamdulillah, we're adherence to the Sunnah. We cannot guarantee that till the day that we die. So our upon us is to seek knowledge and continue to seek knowledge. But in Asaf, we live in a time now where extension spans last seconds, it feels like. Before the people would read books. Then it seemed like they could only ha- only handle articles. Now it's, it's restricted to 120 characters, tweets. Now we're saying you only have to watch videos. After that, soon they're going to say, oh, we can only watch shorts. No, it's videos, shorts. Videos that last of seconds. No, rather, it's upon us to be upon the traverse the way of the Imam of Islam. be those that read the books of the Salaf, know the books of the Salaf, know who the Salaf are. No doubt, we say we're Salaf, no doubt we adhere to the way of the Salaf. We should know who they are. Know who the Salaf of this Ummah are. So when we say that it's Luzum or Sunnah, an individual is adhering to the Sunnah, then no doubt is adhering to the Sunnah when it comes to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That which he was upon. His tariqah. 
his companions that were upon with him upon his sunnah. The tabi'un that followed the companions upon good. That's bad tabi'un that followed them in good. How is a person to know this unless he seeks knowledge? How is a person to know this and stay away from the innovations unless he seeks knowledge of the truth? He seeks knowledge of who the people of the truth are and how we should adhere to that truth. And likewise, you may find that an individual may fall into innovations due to pressures. You find this. You say that I'm upon this because my family are upon it. I'm upon this way because this is what my community are upon. What would the people say if I leave this way? Upon such an individual, no doubt, is ikhlas. As we mentioned, if a person recognizes the blessings of Allah upon him, and he recognizes that he has to be shakir, he has to be grateful, from those means of shukr is an ikhlas. From those means of shukr, from those means of a person being truly grateful, is that he's sincere to Allah. What would the people say? Doesn't matter. What does your Lord think about what you're upon? What is the what is the the, the state that you have with your Lord? Because the people, when it comes to when you stand in before Allah and you speak about whatever you were responsible for, whatever action you did, whatever speech came from your tongue, the people that you did it for, or for the approval of, will not be there standing with you. Will not be there as supporters of you. You'll be standing alone. You'll be standing as a one individual responsible for what you put forth in this dunya. So upon the individuals, upon the upon the reality of the akhirah, upon the upon the reality of ikhlas. For no doubt, ikhlas comes in much bounty, and much ajr. And so the person should not see this affair of ikhlas as a burden, as mentioned. Ikhlas, which is synonymous with tawheed al-uluhiyya, which is synonymous, no doubt, with your Islam itself. Your Islam is not a burden. For you to be mukhlis is not a burden. Rather, it's a blessing. And rather, due to the fact that you have these blessings upon you as an individual, is to adhere to that and be grateful for that. Be well aware that the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, did not come with anything except that it was for our maslaha. It's for our maslaha. There's nothing found in the Sunnah except that it's for our benefit as insan. The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did not warn us against anything except that it's to our detriment. He said that it was harmful for us as individuals. And so due to that, no doubt, the one that adheres to the Sunnah, He'll free himself from any form of misguidance. The one that has Luzum Sunnah will free himself from those paths that were drawn by the Messenger of Allah off that Siratul Mustaqim. When the Nabi وسلم, in the Hadith Ibn, Ibn Mas'ud, when the Hadith when the Nabi وسلم, drew the straight path, and they drew paths to the left of it and to the right of it, at the end of each of those paths is the Shaytan calling to it. Understand that the shaitan does not care which of those paths that you take. As long as you leave that initial Sirat al-Mustaqim. Does not care which of those paths that you take. As long as you leave that initial Sirat al-Mustaqim. So, upon the individual is to cling to the Sunnah. Upon him to cling to the Sunnah. If he's well aware that he's been guided to the Sunnah. And he's well aware that the Sunnah is the truth. He has to cling to it. He acknowledges the truth. So he has to be grateful for that. And he clings to it. Not seeking to lose that guidance in any way, shape or form. As this is what we understand. When it comes to this general affair of shukr and the blessings. I graduate towards blessings of Allah. And no doubt this is something we could, we could discuss over hours and hours. In reality... As is mentioned in the, in one of the the lectures by uh, Sheikh Muhammad Aman Al Jami, where he mentions that he has a, a series of lectures about the shukr of the of Allah, and in a series because it's an affair which can be discussed at such 
uh, discussed expansively as something that we must adhere to in all of our affairs. If we truly are seeking to be the best of the servants of Allah, and no doubt we, see, we strive to, to be upon Ihsan everything. If we the servants of Allah, we must be the best servants of Allah. With Tulab al we must be the best Tulab al And no doubt we should strive for that for ourselves and for others. Call one another to that truth. And call one another essentially to this affair of gratitude in all of our affairs. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Jazakumullah khaira. Wa barakallahu fikum. Wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammad. وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم